RPG for You and Me presents Neon Heat, an actual play duet podcast using the Savage World system in our custom cyber fantasy setting. It's been a labor of love creating it for the past several years, and we are so excited to finally be able to share it. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoy. Previously on Neon Heat. Athena grabs some loot from the downed criminal, and Bolt shows up to take credit for the bust. Phil pushes Athena into the limelight with Bolt yet again, and she decides to lean into it for once. Roja has some stern words, and Athena has a few things to tirade about as well. Athena then invites Roja to descend to the records room with her, where she looks up Harlan Troya for Thalassica and looks into her own file, which is missing. She then proceeds to an emergency meeting with the heads of regulation and finds out that she's assigned to a new task force led by one shining golden idiot. How does Athena feel about that? Well, it's not super news. Is he still like, does he still have his hand on her? Yep. We're, oh. we're kind of frozen in that moment until oh, you choose God. to do something. Is he like looking at her? Oh, or yeah. Or is he, oh, God. Looking hand on your, sh- hand is around your shoulder. glowing? Does he glow all the time or is it just sometimes? I feel like right now. He, he would be right now, yes. Okay. Every time you've seen him, he's been glowing. Okay. So hard to look at. It's not like bright. It's just it, it's a it's a soft glow right now. It's oh, nice. Okay. I think she looks between Bolt looking at her and then the three at the desk and just closes her eyes for a second and then smiles and <laughs> it's, a, it's a real hot fuzz moment where you like look over <laughs> yeah. and they all just have that frozen like Well you're packed already. Yeah, well Silas doesn't have the same Silas just looks tired. Uh, Reitz looks smug as fuck. Yeah. Uh, Rasmus looks like she's <laughs> she's having a good time, but doesn't really have a horse in this race. And Bolt looks happy and positive. Well, what can I say? I'm incredibly honored. It's my first day back and already already in such good company. I think it's uh, probably Reitz that takes the opportunity to respond. And she says, I'm so excited that you're taking a positive stance on this new development, and I'm sure it's going to do wonders for your career and what you can bring to the table for this and every department for regulation. I'm I'm just happy to serve. And serve you shall. Uh, this is a, uh, a pilot program we're going to be trying out help with public relations and reinforce our positive image show that even the weakest link is reinforced with the right support 
and to humanize us. After all, who, who wouldn't be inspired by the day-to-day -day struggle of a blood relation of a sitting council representative? To showcase all the wonderful things they do for our fair city. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I, yeah, she takes an extra beat to just stare at you and let you squirm. It squirms, she does! You'd think Athena, over these years, would get better at confrontation in one-on-ones, but like, but she's, she's definitely not. But she's done it with a mask before. She gets to, She gets to hide behind she, that persona. She does not get to hide behind anything but her gross scars right now, so... Right, before, she normally has, like, plausible deniability, yep. anonymity, so she could basically do and say mm -hmm. whatever she wants to, but, but now, right now... Yeah, she can't do that she's right now. She's got so many ties to things and I folks. mean, she could. <laughs> might stir things up if she did, but who knows? Oh, she doesn't want to do that right now. It's understandable. She's, she's got to play it safe. She's got to play it cool until maybe she has a better plan. <laughs> yep. Stay <laughs> the course. Be never. Stay the course. Re Reitz continues to watch you smiling like it's fucking Christmas or something. Mm -hmm. Rasmus steps forward a little bit and says, Pacifier Bulig. You will be responsible for selecting and maintaining the team yourself. Cover all fronts as necessary. If you're interested in a candidate, take it up with the appropriate division chief. And sort of waves an arm between the three of them. Your team will be assigned duties when necessary or deemed appropriate. You will otherwise be responsible primarily for items in the Alara districts. You will limit your operation to those areas unless told otherwise. I think she's got her arms folded and drums her fingers along her bicep as her, her mantis legs sort of walk her around as she's thinking and says, Um, is there anything else? And she looks back to the other two and is just sort of scratching idly at her nose. Like Silas shakes his head and says, I don't have anything else. And... Reet's still looking at you and says, I think I have everything I've ever needed. She's still, still smiling. And you'd think with, with this moment that's lasted an eternity, she'd have come up with a better comeback by now, but she's so mm -hmm. spent. She got nothing. And then uh, I think if there's a moment where uh, Rasmus looks around and sees if anybody has anything else, she'll say, she'll turn back and say, Good. You, uh, you start immediately. Congratulations. Thank, thank you. Um, what are we doing? Rasmus just sort of looks at you and sh shrugs nonchalantly and says, Ask your squad leader. Pacifier Bulig, what are we doing today, sir? And he gives you a little, sh like he's got you hugged in, oh. he gives you a little shake and he says, Mmm, oh. Our first order of business will be continuing the investigation of the suspects we apprehended only hours ago. She is much more interested in this task force now. <laughs> <laughs> From small and humble beginnings, Sedaris, one step at a time. Meet me in interrogation chamber C in 30 minutes. Your future awaits you. And claps you on the shoulder and... She she turns to the heads of regulation and gives a salute. Thank you for your time. I guess I'm gonna go to work now. I I think Reitz doesn't need to say anything else and just continues watching you pleasantly as Silas begins to talk to her in a 
softer tone as you're walking out. Uh, Rasmus uses her legs to catch up to you and says, Sedaris, walk with me. Okay. And she uh, gets down off of her bigger legs mm-hmm. as you guys start to walk. And you're so you're at the proctor's office right now. The uh, the interrogation would be on a different floor. Are you heading right there? Are you going to do anything else prior to going there? No, I was just gonna head right there because I my day's kind of all fucked to bits and I don't know what's going on. Sure, sure. So if I'm early, that's fine. I'll just chill there for half an hour. Okay. She'll look over you and say, "I'll follow you. Where are you where are you going?" I was going to the interrogation room. All right. And uh, she'll probably meander that way. I, don't I assume know. I was told which one, because I bet they're all she said inter. He said interrogation room C. C. Excellent. Yeah, so she'll walk with you. Are you... Let's say for the sake of argument, there are stairs that can get you there. Are you going to take the stairs? How many stairs? To get anywhere with stairs, it's going to be... It's a lot of walking, just because this is a very vertical... Well, you know what? She um She looks over it. Rasmus says, well, delegate, do you mind stretching your legs? Because I could certainly use a little bit of exercise after such a long meeting. <laughs> <laughs> sure, I can walk. Cool, cool. We go stairs. We go stairs, and she'll follow you and say, I guess I should use my norm, and she'll hold up her three-fingered head, <laughs> normal legs. I mean, it's all normal for you, right? I'm, I'm not bothered either way. It's Nah, need the exercise. Me too. But she'll follow, and you'll get you guys will walk, and there are going to be like long periods of silence. I think mm-hmm. Athena's real worried. Yeah, in general. Yeah, what's what's your general state of mind as she's asked to walk with you? She's now thinking maybe she should have been in a place with more uh, people walking by, so she just doesn't get murdered in a stairwell. That might be good. <laughs> hey, you want to go to a second <laughs> location? You, you want to go to the second location <laughs> with me, delegate Rasmus? <laughs> I'm just gonna walk cool? down as far as we can. It's fine. If you don't initiate any kind of, are you just gonna like? Are you gonna try small talk? Or are you just gonna walk in silence and let her? I mean, from what little I know about her, she doesn't seem like a small talk kind of gal. I'd say that's probably accurate based on what you do know about her. And I think she's behind you, like she's letting you lead the way, especially oh, the good to spear me through my spine and kill me instantly. Yep. Oh, uh, you know from. Uh, from what Joel said, I would expect you to be a bit more talkative. But guess you've been through the ringer, huh? Did Joel talk about me a lot? I mean, you're his pride and joy, right? I guess. Ah, don't worry about it, kid. I'm bad at this. Me too. Especially after, you know... Sure. Athena turns around to look at Rasmus a little bit and say, um... Did you, uh... Did you ever hear from Joel after he left? Any letters or anything? Are you stopping? Or are you still no, like still okay. walking? No, she's she's following behind you and uh, shakes her head a little bit and says, "Nope, not a peep." He always liked his adventure and his secrets, but yeah, kind of expected a postcard or something. Mm. Yeah, I didn't get anything either. So, uh, did you want to talk to me about something? Is it about Bolt? Um. Little, little bit, a little bit of that, a little bit of some other stuff. Oh, okay. Well, uh, this is, I hate this shit. You can be straight with me. I'm. I prefer less curvy conversations these days. All right. Listen, 
you, you've been back, what, a week now? Yep. Alright, so things are different, right? Yeah. Yeah, a lot. Pretty different. Pretty different. Um, ain't the same without Joel around, but, uh, Reach, Reach does alright, I guess. Um, listen, I know you and Joel were close, and, uh, you know, me and them were pretty close, too, so, and she sort of lets it trail off, and, listen, I, I know that you can get stuff done, so, ah, god damn it. <laughs> er, mm. She's still walking, but she she's looking over her shoulder. Yeah. Just listen. Keep bold in line. Oh. We don't have much of a choice here. Uh, I, I mean, I'll do my best, but he's, he's in charge, right? I mean, officially, yeah, that's true. But, come on. Um, he's he's certainly a liability, if nothing else. Mm-hmm. Powerful. Don't, don't forget about that. No. But he's an idiot. Come on, it's just us here. I, I've only met him twice. He seems nice, but I'll do, yeah, I'll do my best. Uh, all right, all right. So, yeah. <sighs> shit. I don't like politics. I don't like all the double, th I just want to do my job. Me too. Yeah. What's up with that? I don't, ugh. We're, all right, we're opening a whole can of worms that we don't have time to do right now. So the long and short of it is, he's in the position he's in because we gotta keep the suits happy. Mm -hmm. He's desirable because there have been incidents in the past that resulted in fancy pants, money people, way higher up the ladder that we have, that have access to resources we need that pull the strings. Mm -hmm. And if those people ain't happy, then we don't get what we need, and we lose power, and we open ourselves up. Does that make about... Is that, is that tracking for you so far? Completely. Alright. So, we can't get rid of him, and we can't keep letting him just run loose in the streets, or he's gonna tear everything down anyway. Yeah, Phil doesn't seem like he's, you know, not an enabler. Phil's just out for a story. Yeah. He's smarter than Bolt, but not by much. Mm. Yeah, you get in good with Phil, he can make you look better than he has been. Well, I don't know if it was him, but it doesn't matter. You get it. Well, he was the one that took the videos, so not that far off, huh? I don't know. I don't I do not do media. I don't know if it's him doing it or somebody else. Too much of a headache. Mm-hmm. But you can get things done, and we need things to get done or stay contained or something. I don't know. I don't. I know you've been through hell, but the fact that you're back here ready to work so fast says something. Vaz has got your back. She scratched her nose. I... Gee, what's... So, Bolt, what's his deal? Like, is there any way that... What would be a, a good and effective way I can keep him from blowing up buildings? Have you what? guys gleaned anything? Well, Bolt's sort of like... What's the best way to put this? A hurricane of destruction? I mean, yeah, that goes... Yeah, but what I'm saying more is... Alright, you're up on the seat. You know what a bear is? I do know what a bear is. Okay, so Bolt 
Bolt's a big old pot of honey, right? Mm-hmm. And he's a big old tasty pot of honey, because he can get a lot done. And he's golden. And he's gold. Yeah, all right. Well, <laughs> now we just... All right, good. Good, you're thinking. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> there we go. So a lot of bears come and put their paws in this pot of honey, right? And, uh... I don't know where I'm going with this. Bold answers to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Is that good enough? Yeah. All right, no, so, I get it. So Bolt's happiness is tied to their happiness because they give them things and they make them feel good and they make them look good to other people. So you take that away, might not be a happy camper. But what if I could make, you know, his job one of the things that makes him happy? Do you think that would be a good substitute? It might be. It's not my job, it's yours. Yep. You figure it out. I'm working on it. Or you find ways to make him look good to other people that don't involve blowing up buildings. I don't know. I don't care. But... Seems like it's something I'm gonna have to figure out in the moment. Ah, uh, you got that right. And you're not out of the woods yet. You fucked this up. Not much anybody can do to help you out. <laughs> no. I know there's everything riding on this. I get it. Yep. I mean, I know Reitz doesn't like me. That's... Oh, that's no secret. It's no secret. You have to be Inquisitor to know that. And I've been reminded quite a bit recently that I am not. <laughs> well, you're not. Yeah, Just I know. figured I'd throw one more in there for you. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Hey, what doesn't kill you? Mm-hmm. Dot, dot, dot. That makes her nervous. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think you guys are maybe nearing the bottom of the stairwell now, and as you're walking... You can feel... Roll me a notice at minus two. 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 So, uh, as you're nearing the bottom of the staircase, you feel... I won't say wind, but you can feel air shifting over your shoulder. And there's a moment where you can see one of her giant mantis legs reaching around and it digs into your shoulder just a little bit. Like you, uh, you, you feel the pointed pressure go into your shoulder and it digs down and sort of turns you around to face her. Mm-hmm. And she takes a couple of steps in as the, you know, the claw is sort of like retracting as she walks closer. Yeah. And she leans in and she says, let me know if you need anything. Hmm. Just us girls. Just us girls. And um, and she's like she's like face to face with you right now, just like looking looking at you in your eyes. And there's um, there's there's a a pause. Uh There's a long moment of you two standing there and her watching you. And as she's looking at you, and you know she's looked into your eyes for a while, she sort of looks around. You let me know if you see any funny business. What kind of funny business? And she leans away from you just a little bit and maybe cracks her neck, rolls her shoulders, and says, I think you'll know when you see it. And then puts one hand, does like a pat on your cheek, and the mm-hmm. second one's a little bit harder. Like not quite like a, a slap, pat but slap. a pat slap. Yeah, like And then she will walk away unless you stop her. Ah, jeez, funny business. My whole life is funny business. <laughs> <laughs> she will walk past you mm-hmm. into that door and this is probably just a floor where there's more shit i don't know that it's all interrogation stuff right but this is probably more for inquisitors but everybody has access to it 
Gotcha. And she'll walk off to find an elevator unless you stop her. All right. Well, well I'm going to room C. We walk down a couple. God, she's of- so sweaty. Knees weak. That was a tough. <laughs> no. <laughs> Athena's spaghetti. <laughs> so you walk down a couple of hallways. Mm-hmm. It's been a while, but you've been here before. And you do find interrogation room C. Excellent. And it opens into a break room, much like the one like on the spire, spire duty. duty. Yeah, I think all the... It's a break room. You know what a break room looks like. Yep. Familiar. And I think the way the interrogation rooms are laid out is they're more like interrogation suites. Hmm. Like uh, the door to interrogation room C opens into this little break room area. And then there are a couple of sub hallways that lead into smaller rooms. Okay. But in this break room, you walk in and Bolt is sitting at the table, waiting in the little atrium-like area. And he has a newspaper flicked open, and he is staring down at it, wearing a small pair of reading glasses, and not glowing right now. Mm. Looks up at a little surprised as you enter, and stands while taking off the glasses, and they look like tiny little t- small toys in his hand. Oh, Just like the tiniest little so glasses. Little. Yeah. Sedaris, thank you for joining me. I didn't expect you so soon. Ah, well, I didn't really have much else to do, so glad to be here. Um, Do you prefer Bulig or Bolt? Well, my friends get to call me Bolt. Oh, okay. I'll work my way up, I suppose. (laughs) That's good. Well, I figure we crack this nut. And then move on to group business. Okay. And he sort of pauses, looking at you expectantly. What? Crack what nut? And then he shakes his head, looking a little disappointed, and says, Mmm, you came in here with that great joke, and I thought you you were on board, but maybe we need to work on that sense of humor. No, me, Allie, I don't think I got it. Phil would have loved that. Oh, god damn it, Phil. (laughs) She laughs. Sorry, it's been kind of a weird day. (laughs) Yes, well, we got there eventually. Yep. Well, since this is a bit of a pilot run for you as a new member of this task force, why don't you take the lead? Show me what you're made of. Okay, um, are they already in the room? Yes, there's one in each of them. Are they still only saying one thing? Well, I haven't been down here for some time, so I guess we'll have to find out, won't we? Alrighty. Uh, can I take a peek in the windows? Are they like the double-sided, like the yeah, mirror and glass kind of? Where's that? Look in. Where's that chick from earlier? Oh, uh, she's in the third room. Can I look at her? Mm-hmm. Like, is she looking less manic? Nope. She looks pretty manic. Cool. <laughs> Do any of them not look manic? Nope. They all look pretty God manic from the outside. They're all just like, I, and I think this is like your your bog standard interrogation room. There's a table handcuffed to the table. So they're, like, pulling at the bonds and trying uh-huh. to get up. I think the chairs are actually bolted to the floor at this point. Gotcha. So they, they are trying to get away and get out, but not doing very well. I think she looks looks at all these people and looks at Bolt and says, I don't know how much we're going to get out of them if they're in this state. Do they need a detox first? I mean, they're obviously on something. Make me a... Do medicine at minus two. Just you're, you're untrained, yeah. Yep. Just you're untrained. Here we go. Woof. It's a two. Oh, it's a zero, actually. It's a it's, zero, okay. 
I mean, it's, it's possible they just need to detox. It's hard to say. You don't really know anything about the drugs or... Mm-hmm. She goes over towards the blonde one again, the Nakir, and mm-hmm. she... I think she wants to cast empathy to see if they're, like, brain fucked up right now. Like, okay. not necessarily tampered or anything. You didn't, you didn't use empathy before, did I you? I didn't. Uh, so just for sake of who's here, there's the, the blonde Nakir woman, there's a Vel man and a Vel woman with olive complexion, and then there is an Ori man with wide features and ruddy skin. Hmm. Okay. Um, all right, so you cast empathy. Yeah, I think she's just leaning, like, she's got one, like, a fist on the glass looking in real close. Mm -hmm. Roll it. Eight. Eight is a success with a raise. That means it costs zero power points. (laughs) Oh, shit, because you took channeling. Yeah, channeling's fucking amazing. So as you stand there uh, staring in at them, the... The dim light of the interrogation room seems to fade away, and you see their aura start to, you know, drift into your vision. And it is not like anything you've seen thus far. It is like a rainbow of bright colors that are shifting so wildly it's hard to keep track of them. Every so often, uh, it it settles on like a verdant green that pulses a little bit and then shifts back to this roiling energy. Or, like, this light, this rainbow pattern is kind of all over the place. And the longer you look, the more you feel like you can see something. Like, a distortion beyond what you're actually seeing. And as you look, there is a thin vein. It's like blackness. Like, it's... I don't know that you've ever seen a black aura, but it's like a long strand of blackness permeating this aura that you can eventually track with your eyes and it's got flicks of this red purple energy in it but it's streaking through the aura give me a notice at just give me a notice no penalties I want to Benny that for sure Okay. oh I got the same fucking thing this seems important it's up to you Oh man, give me two bennies. Yeah, I'm gonna give you two bennies. Do my different my, these two dice instead. Go for it. Oh fuck yeah! Ah, oh, I'm so good at noticing. Oh my god! You're still I'm going. I'm at twenty four. I got twenty eight on notice. Twenty eight. Twenty eight, baby. Wow. Okay. Is Bolt impressed? Um, with himself, yes, always. Mm. So as you watch this thing, it. It's like swimming through the aura like a snake. And the longer you watch it, the more you can tell it is not... Even though this the aura pattern is wild and fluctuating and weird, there is sort of a method to the madness. Like, it all flows as one aura. It's all together. But this thing is moving independently. This is not part of the aura. It's, it's moving in different ways, and it's got a pattern of its own. And eventually... It stops moving, and it's just this black mass sitting there, idly. I think she sees this, and she's been squinting at this lady for, like, a while now. I think she takes a step back and puts her hand on her hip. It's like, Bolt, they're fucked up. Like, in the head. I don't know what's happening. I've never seen anything like this. 
as you're watching, are you still like looking? Yeah, okay. for sure. So as you're watching that black mass that had been just sitting there, it starts to sort of wriggle and writhe on its own. And it starts to fan out and spread and get bigger and bigger and bigger as you watch. And the flecks of red energy move to the center of the mass and they form these two little dots oh. that are pointing at you. At me? At you. And the black continues moving out. And as the black spreads through this aura, the woman sort of stops the crazy motions as much as she was and uh-huh. is just sitting there. And then her eyes shift and focus on you as well. But she shouldn't be able to see me. Oh. They're just pointing there. The blackness has spread throughout the entire aura. And the woman, as you're watching her, and she's looking at you, something just flicks off and she just goes limp and her head smashes down. And her head just smashes down onto the table. I think she looks at Bolt. Did he see that? I I think Bolt has was over somewhere else and is now like walking over as you're talking to him, but he didn't see that specifically. So by the time he gets over to you, he looks in and says, well, um, I've never seen anything like it before either, but clearly she's tucking herself out. I go in there. Seems like a win. I don't know if it's a win, Bald. I think she died. Athena is going to go in and check her pulse. Uh, make, make me, uh, another, Healing or medicine or whatever the fuck it is. Untrained, of course. That's a one. It's a one? Okay. How do you, how are you checking? I was going to check her throat. Okay. Because um, I feel like, like put, I don't... I are, like, are you checking for a pulse? Yeah, or, I was okay. trying to check for a pulse. When you check, it seems pretty clear she's dead. Oh, God. I snap in front of her face a couple of times just in case. Nothing. 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 Oh, fuck. Well... At least she didn't have to live without her cool boots. (laughs) 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 She wants to run out out and check all the others. Are they still wriggling? Are they still... Yeah, all the rest of them appear to still be doing the same thing. (gasps) Jeez. But yeah, uh, as you're running back and forth, Bolt is just standing there. So he's standing there while you're checking him, just being like, "She, she having a good nap? Um, maybe an eternal nap, Bolt. She's dead. <laughs> say that and run back out to check yep. the others. And you come back and he's sort of leaning over the body, like picking up her arm and letting mm-hmm. it flop and just sort of She's turning her bothered. over. Yeah, not, not bothered. He's just sort of poking. And... No, I mean, Athena's not bothered by this. Oh, sure. This. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, she's he's doing his best to investigate what's going on he's, here. He's doing his best. He's doing his best. What did What did you do? I was out here. You saw. I saw you go to look at her. And now she's dead. Hmm. And he puts a big hand on his chin. Quite a mystery we have. Yep. So. Well, lead. What's your next move? My next move is to get a drink of water and I'm going to think about it and I'll be right back. And she does go over to the counter and get a drink of water. Okay. And drink it a little shakily, because she has no idea what the fuck is happening. Why do you think there's something wrong with their brain? I mean, clearly they need a nap, but some- something is going on. Yes. Uh-huh. We've come to that conclusion. Yep. Yep. Yes. Yes, indeed. Oh, God. We should get an Inquisitor. I haven't done an interrogation in quite some time. 
and maybe we could use a hand. Hmm. Excellent idea. I can go see if I can requisition one right now if you wait here. Okay. Don't, um, don't go in to- Nope, nope, I won't. And he, he does, like, a big old okay single, like, or symbol with his fingers. Like she does that. one back to him. This is a very weird dynamic that they have now. And he will uh, leave the room. Oh man. Are you just going to, like, wait for him to come back, or is there anything else you want to do? Or I want to keep looking at their brains. I'd go to the next one. Okay. I guess the Ori, was he the last closest to the dead one? Yeah, he can be the one in the end. Oh, that's still not better than that. It's a nine. It's a nine? Okay. Uh, and so you're casting empathy again? Yep. It's exactly the same. Exactly the same? It's exactly the same. Does that one die too? The multicolored... Well, tell me tell me what you're doing. Are you just like... I'm just looking at the Ori guy and the the, the Vel 2. Just looking to okay, see so, what's different, so, what's the all same. All right, so you're going to the Ori guy first. Um, You're looking at it. The R itself is the same. It's like this weird rainbow colored thing. It's all over the place. He's writhing against his restraints the longer you look the more easy it is to identify this black streak in the aura and it keeps moving and moving and moving until it stops and it's just that black blob again but it doesn't make the whole aura black how long are you watching a while then the the exact same thing happens and this guy out like a light oh god literally the exact same thing happens well I don't want to look at the rest of them then okay so oh you, god, I've killed two people today! So, yeah, so you stand there and you watch as this black mass moves through the aura. I, I, I want to say it probably feels like it takes a long time, but in reality it probably takes 30 seconds or less for this whole sequence to happen. So you're looking at the aura, black streak appears, you watch it kind of move like a snake through the aura of its own volition, oh, and then god. it stops and forms into a mass, and then the red energy coalesces into these two little red dots that move to look at you and the the person stops writhing and looks at you and then a moment later it starts to like spread the blackness through the aura and then he collapses onto the table what a stressful day Athena's having I think she goes to sit down at the table so she doesn't accidentally kill another person I want to say it's probably 10 or 15 minutes before Bolt comes back yeah, so Bolt walks in by himself and points a thumb back, you know, the way he came and said, Well, he should be here any minute. Who'd you get? I don't know. Oh. I put in a requisition for an Inquisitor. Cool. Um, another one died. What? The Ori guy. He's... I did... I swear to God, I didn't go in there. And he... And she raises her hands. She's <laughs> like, you can check the key card. I didn't open it. And he, uh, goes over and pokes his head around and says... Hmm. You you didn't go in? No. Oh, some bad juju. Yeah, man. Real bad dust. Could it just be drugs killing them late later than it? But no, that doesn't make any sense. She's having a real hard time puzzling this out because Allie's not an inquisitor either. And I think Bolt rubs his chin and says, "Hmm. You think it's the drugs?" I think it's something in their brains. Hmm. Oh, good. Then maybe it won't be a bad thing we didn't call a doctor. Maybe we should call a doctor. He uh looks back in the room and looks back to you and says, Do you know anyone that can 
Cure death? No, but autopsies are probably a good idea, huh? Oh, that's right. We can still look after the dead. Yeah. Good. Good yeah, thinking. Yeah, we can do that. That's, yes. Mm-hmm. Good idea. I know there's an Inquisitor on duty right now who's a doctor. Oh. Well, maybe that's who they'll send. <laughs> maybe. Oh, God. He stands there rubbing his chin a little bit more. God, this fucking dumbass duo. <laughs> <laughs> They're both so incompetent at their jobs right now. So another maybe three to five minutes goes by until there's a knock on the door. and um, She goes and opens it. A little feral, maybe. Because two people just died right in front of her. There's a moment where you open it and there's nobody there, but then you realize that they're much shorter than you are. Yes! So, uh, (laughs) yes, you look down and it is the smaller uh, form of Zadal, Inquisitor Zadal, with his deep, deep blue, painful-to-look-at light circuitry. uh, And his eye swirlies are going and... I'm really bad with the description (laughs) down here. I feel like it's important to get touch on a couple of things about he a character. He got that wire hair. He got a humanoid face. He's small. Yes. That's, <laughs> that, that'll round it out. You open the door and he looks up and I think looks around you and sees Bolt there and says, Oh, good. You too. Wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah. Um, People are dying in here and we don't know why. Well, that's always a good sign. And he... Can I... May I please? Yeah, she she she, I, she was like opening the door to like let him in. Yeah, all right. So you know. he, he walks past you and uh, Bolt looks down and says, "Hello, my diminutive friend. How are you today?" Oh, oh. And Zadal just completely ignores him. So he looks in on uh, the Vel man and then the Vel woman in the second room, and the third room. Um, he sees the dead Nakir woman, mm-hmm. and then he sees the dead Ori in the fourth room. And he comes back and looks at you guys. All right, so uh, what happened? What's going on? Tell me what I need to know before we do things. So we picked him up earlier today. They were, we thought they were high on scuffle dust or something, but they keep shouting about this Ali Sahir thing. Don't know what that is, but they've been manic and that's all they've been saying. So uh, we had them, you know, in separate rooms. They couldn't you know, hurt each other or themselves. And then they just kind of died. So I don't know if it's an adverse reaction to drugs or something's like if they're time bombs. I don't know what's going on. And they they just died. They just up and died. Nothing happened. You, nothing else to go on. I look. I looked at them. They're. I was you, looking you at, them. at them. I was looking at them for a while. I mean, they were looking all around the room, and then they had like a lucid moment where they look at me, and then they died. Hmm. Have you seen anything like that? Um, no, not really. There's, uh, there's, uh, there's this disease that uh, the miners get sometimes. It's called folia. It's like a weird mental thing, being around Cory energy that much. You know, something like that, but, uh, I don't know where, do you know anything about them? Where they from? Who they are? Anything? No, they're just, we can't even talk to them. And I don't know if we've ID'd them yet, because... I wasn't down here when they were processed. Oh, yes. The, the file's right here. Oh, good. And he holds it out to you. We have processed them, apparently. Well, I'm, this is all the information we could get based on, you know, what was with them. You're the lead. You didn't ask for it. <laughs> she laughs. Not she off takes, to a good start. She takes the files. 
and begins to look them over. <laughs> she sits down in the chair so like she can be cool, but also have Sidal reading them as she is as well, All right, yeah, but not make it obvious. And, and I think throughout this whole thing, he's just sort of like talking to, like muttering to himself. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh good, we're, we're learning how to do our jobs. Wonderful. Yes, this is, uh, <sighs> this is fun. This is fun. This. She's looking into the files. Are they all miners? So essentially what you can glean from all these files is that they all lived in the same building. Okay. Was it the one that blew up? It's, it was the one that I think at this point you can somehow have connected the dots that yes, it was the building that is exploded. <laughs> it got exploded. They were all tenants living in Alaricorp housing which is the building that uh, blew up. They all appear to just be Alaricorp employees of, like, not working at the same places, but just at venues throughout the city. Were they toppers that migrated? Yes. Mm. Did they all immigrate at the same time? Um, no. There's nothing to indicate that. So they didn't work in the same place. But they lived, like, they on... Lived they the lived same. in the same, like, mm. floor, basically. Gotcha. Maybe they were, maybe there was some kind of quarry reserve behind their building. It was right up against the wall, wasn't it? Maybe it got in their brains? I don't know. Might might be worth looking into. Not something that's going to help us here right now, though. No. I know they were all running towards the waterfront, so maybe they had a getaway thing there. I mean, they were organized, though, so I don't understand why they'd just be dying if they had something that they needed to do. You're saying it like they just decide to die. They just say... Maybe someone decided time that to they die. had to die. It's, oh, three o'clock. Time to die. Time to hmm. go to sleep and not wake up. Yes, you know, they were uh, they were making the drugs in, their, in the apartment when I went in. Now, it was all scuffle dust, right? I, yes, of course. All scuffle dust. Did you check? Uh, I... What do you mean? Did you grab it for, like, analysis? I can't very well grab things for analysis when there's, um, violence and bad things happening. People shooting at me. Hmm, we should get you a satchel. It's easy. A I'll, I'll, satchel? Yeah, they're very fashionable up top, she says, hoping... <laughs> It's such a bad argument. <laughs> Go ahead, roll me a persuasion at minus two. Damn it. Well, it's a two, I All right. guess. Um, uh, he looks at you very skeptical, like, puts on, like, a very skeptical, condescending look. I appreciate your outside-the-box thinking. <laughs> I think but I happen to know, for a fact, satchels are not fashionable. I have an image to maintain. Hmm. Can't go around carrying a giant purse with a big strap. It's not well, or 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 she pats her little her little belt baggies. She's like, these add an air of mystique. I think. What's in them? Who knows? They're so easy to carry around, so convenient. I bet you have a wet wipes. And uh, Zadal chimes in and says, "Personal effects." But are, are, we, are, we says, taking, are we taking cubes? <laughs> you have cubes. <laughs> and uh, Zadal's like, yeah, this is uh, this is good. Let's waste more time. This is I wonderful. She opens up one of her belt pouches 
and is like digging in around there for like a real long time for how tiny it is and pulls out one middle finger for both of them. <laughs> you can have a penny for that. That's good. Yes. I, I think Zadal really likes that. <laughs> I think she winks at Bolt. You do that and Bolt is a little put out and pouts and um, doesn't look like he's enjoying it as much as uh, Zadal says. Damn. Don't know why you have to go and ruin a good time. Not very professional. Ah, oh, so, sorry, sorry. I don't think you are. Let's get back to work. Let's get back to work. What were we doing? <laughs> <laughs> you guys were looking, looking over the files. Well, uh, there's, there's honestly not a lot for me to go off of here, so if, they, if the other two just drop dead uh, for no reason, then I can always just go and take a poke around the noggin, you know? Yeah, maybe you should. Why don't you start with one of the live ones? <laughs> yeah, uh, I can tell you're not a psionic, because that's probably the stupidest thing anybody's ever said. Well, enlighten me. I'm not a psionic. He shakes his head and turns around. I can't read a mind that doesn't exist. If it's dead, it doesn't have a mind anymore. Oh, that was a joke, man. Of course you can't get anything from a dead guy. Bad delivery. I, I need to get back on my form, I guess. Scuffs her foot. <laughs> uh, Balt, what do you think? I think he's probably right. You can't read a dead thing's mind. Makes sense to me. It's like, you know, light on, light off. If there's no lights on, then nobody's home. I think I she... know a thing or two about light. Trust me. She tries to look like... Like, she's thinking about it for a second, and then nods, like, with a dawning comprehension at him. Like, wow, that was a really good... That What, a, what an insight. So Zadal goes over to the glass, and he calls out over his shoulder. He says, and they, nobody tried to talk to him. Nothing like that. They're just saying the same old thing over and over again. Same old thing. I mean, I haven't talked to him since they've been back here, but you can kind of, if you squint at their lips, they're sort of saying the same shit. Yes, they call me the professional lip squinter. That's what I'm known for. Oh, yeah? Lip, lip squinting. Does that fit on your business cards? All right, and he is going to try mind reading. It's a critical fail. Oh, nuts. If you'd like to take a look and see. All right. Um, it's, it's pretty bad. Well, at least this death isn't on my conscience. And I think uh, Zadal does like similarly to Athena he puts a hand up or he's kind of leaning on the wall as he looks at them and um, he starts to like move and twitch a little bit just smaller motions kind of like Silas mm -hmm. when, when you were meeting with Silas and um, there's maybe 30 seconds of him doing that and then um, so I think he's at the far left room. So this is the male Vel mm -hmm. that he's trying to do. A couple things happen at once. The male Vel in the room slams their hands as much as they can on the the table that they're like chained to, mm -hmm. and just starts to scream at the top of their lungs. Oh Jesus! And um, as you're watching, you can see blood start to run from the nose and from the ears, oh, and then no. finally from the eyes. Um, and Zadal uh, collapses to his knees with just kind of a... <clears throat> and um, he, a hand immediately goes up to his head, and his he falls down to his knees and then collapses into a heap on the ground. 
motionless. I'm gonna try and wake him up. I don't know how to do that. Okay, you you go over. So you're just going over. Yeah. To him. Okay. Yeah. You go over to him. He's he's still conscious. Um, he's just not really moving. Uh-huh. And you are you like rolling him over? Are you trying to get yeah, him to stand I'll, I'll up? Yeah, I'll roll or? him over if he's face down. Yeah. Uh, you roll him onto his back. I, mean, I know it doesn't matter, but like. Because he doesn't need to breathe, but... Sure, sure. Um, you roll him onto his back, and his his eyes are, like, half-lidded right now with his shutters that sort of allow him to emote more, so eyes are uh-huh. half open. You can still see the, the wispy energy, but it's moving, like, very slowly, and he just is not really focusing on anything. Snap in front of his face a couple times. Zal, you good? There's a little bit of motion. The Velman is still screaming, by the way. Blood, oh, cool. Blood's still pouring out. And then. I don't know what I can do another, to stop that. A- another couple of seconds go by, and then the screaming stops, and they collapse onto the table with blood just. Oh, man. Out. We need an adult. And Zadal, uh, you snap in front of him a few times, and he shakes his head a little bit and is looking up at you and says, Uh, what happened? Uh, you were. Trying to read that guy's mind, and then he started to bleed from everything, and he he's dead, and you collapse. Do you need anything? You say that, and his, he's clearly still at it, like he's trying uh-huh. to get his bearings. It's snap again. And then, hey, it's and all right, he, stay with me. He slaps a hand on your shoulder, like just out of nowhere, slaps a hand on your shoulder, and his eyes flick open, and he looks back at you, and he says, we need... And then he pauses, and sort of like freeze frames and his head turns a little bit and looks past you at the wall like there's nothing there he's just looking at the wall and he scrambles to his feet and slams his hands on the glass as he's looking in and then his head sort of falls and he says no it's gone um and he falls back to his knees again and just sort of hits one tiny little weak hand against the wall and says damn it or, can I get you anything? I think she wants to be eye level with him, so she's probably, like, doing, like, a, not a, a power squat. I don't know how hey to there, say bud. it. Hey there, bud. How no. you doing, bud? Like, I think she's on her knees, like, just making sure he's cool. Yeah, he he turns his back to the room, that, and he's slumped against the wall, just in, like, a, a sitting position, arms on his knees, and just shakes his head, and uh, his... Little robot hand is a little shaky and reaches inside his coat and pulls out that little packet of those crystals that you saw him do before. Little freshments. Little freshments. And um, puts one into that slot and just sort of sits there as it's going. And he shakes his head. I think there's a shot of Zadal against the wall with his crystal. And we can see through the window in the back, and we just see, like, the slumped and dead person there with Blood Athena. dripping off the table. Yeah, with Athena just crouched there in front of him. He says, you ain't got anything that I need. You'd be surprised. I think she pats his shoulder and goes to Bolt and says, so <laughs> that one wasn't on me, you saw that. Yeah, so after you say that, twos it all. Uh, and as you're turning to walk away, he says, talk about bed, come ons. <laughs> and then uh, she chokes on her own spit. <laughs> what do you you walk back to Bolt and you say that one's not my fault? Yep. And he looked he blinks and he says, "So those two were." Hey. 
Come on, it's not anybody's fault. These people are just dying. We're trying to figure stuff out. I'm just confused by your phrasing because well, the way you said it makes it sound like maybe you had something to do with it. But it makes me feel like perhaps you think I had something to do with it, even though I'm just trying to do my job. This is a suspicious circle and I'm tired of it. <sighs> How are you doing over there, friend? She Get looks over her shoulder. And Zadal, I think, um mirrors your gesture earlier and gives him the finger. Oh, look, he's got his pep back. Maybe. I guess. What was your name again? And, uh, Zadal says, uh... That's an easy one to write. I he, like it. He looks over to you and he says, What was his name again? Zadal. Zadal. Hmm. All right, you take a breather. Well, Bolt, you want to try this last one? No, this is your rodeo. Okay. I put, uh, you're the project leader on this. And he, uh, leans into you and says, How do you feel about this so far? Just fe feeling good? Feeling confident? Besides all the people dying, I'm having a better day than I was. That's the spirit. Keep that bravado up. A bit more of that might get you on your feet. I'm gonna go in and try to talk to this last person before we lose that chance. She just gonna go in? Yeah, I guess. Alright, so this is, uh, the Vel woman. Maybe like shoulder length red hair. It's just free right now. The and green cat slitted pupils. Yeah, you come in and she's tugging at her bonds, just Holly's here. Over and over again. And she continues tugging at them and doesn't really pay you any attention. She shuts the door and just sits down in front of her. Mm -hmm. I assume there's another chair across and puts her head in one of her hands, looking at her deal, trying to see if there's anything that's different the longer she looks, if there's any like semblance of lucidity. You sit there in, in silence and just kind of continues. I'm going to try and touch her on one of her cuffed hands. Touch her hand? Yeah. All right. I just want to see how she reacts. You reach out and you touch her hand. And there is a moment of pause while, you know, they're raving and they stop and they're sort of looking at something that's not there. And then um, roll me a notice at minus two. Damn, my dice are not treating me well tonight. Ugh, I failed. But I can't. Here's my last Benny. Okay. My very last one. All right. Hope you don't need it. I hope I don't. It's done. I've it's handed fine. it to yeah, you. It's, it's fine. It was symbolically put towards me. That's all that matters. Mm-hmm. Nothing. A three. All right. Um, I think you are... You're so in the moment here with trying to get something that um, your danger sense goes off too late. Oh, shit. You get the smallest inkling that something is wrong right as both of her hands move and just grab onto your arm and are just holding you there like an iron vice. Oh. Like this, this tiny woman reacting with such strength. Like she should not be as strong as she is and she's just holding you there. This time she looks at you and there is recognition there. Like oh. She's looking at you. She's, she looks back. Yeah, she and she's, like, pulling you in a little bit because she can't, like, move to get up, but she's pulling you in. She's pulling you into her face and just looking at you with these manic eyes. Uh -huh. that are Like, the, the slits are still wider than they should be, especially for Ravel. 
they lean in, they just say, You shouldn't be here. Ooh, I hate that. Athena's spine is shivering. She doesn't care for that shit at all. Or what do you what do you do? Why shouldn't I be here? Why do you care? As they are continuing to pull you in, their expression breaks into like a manic smile. And they just say Back to the surface Go back. And um when you're and she's like continuing to reel you in, and when you're like a couple inches away and she's just smiling at you with this manic expression, she just goes <clears throat> and blood spatters out oh, on me onto you oh. and is running down her nose and um he just starts going <clears throat> <laughs> Oh god, she punches her in the face. Uh yeah, you you punch her in the face um with your other hand? Yeah. Whichever uh, one she didn't grab. Go ahead. I'm not gonna... I won't make you roll fighting. Uh, no, go ahead and roll me fighting. Cool. Roll me fighting. Ah, oh, jeez. This has really gone off the rails. It's gonna be a really good punch. A seven. Okay, uh, it's a hit with a raise. Uh, roll me whatever your strength die is. Actually, plus 1d6 because you got a raise. 12. 12, okay. So that, that'll do it. That, cool. That's gonna knock this person out cleanly. What does this look like when you hit her in the face? I think, so she's getting reeled in by this person, and it's very unnerving, and I think it's just a panic instinct once it seems very personalized. Go back to the surface. She doesn't like that. I th- she just panics, and she she clocks him right in the nose. Yeah, you... Well, you, clocks her, excuse y- yeah, me. Yeah, you clock her in the nose... And uh, you, there's just, I think, a slow motion shot of your fist just like sinking in and you can feel the the bone and the cartilage crumple and crack. And there is just a spray of blood that flies down as she'd already been, you know, bleeding out of her nose there. And a small spray that just shoots from her eardrums and she flies, she's holding onto your arm and her head snaps back and then uh, her grip goes slack and she sort of ragdolls and then slowly rolls and smashes <sighs> face first onto the table which is now just a super super bloody nasty mess that you're sitting in sort of and you you've got red on you <laughs> <laughs> you've got red on you cool and your hand is a little sticky and wet uh, I think she she gets up and just kicks her chair in frustration because four people are dead and it's her fault. Kinda. I'd say at least two of them. At least two of them. I'd say arguably three. Arguably three, yeah. But definitely two. Anyway. I think she turns around and... Who's at the window? Uh, I think Bolt. For all you knows, it all is still where he was. She blinks at him real slow and tired and tries to wipe some of the blood off of her face with her hand, but it's just more blood. I think she tries to open the door, but her hand slips on account of blood. And she just kind of hands on hips, waits for him to maybe open it if he sees her struggling. He does, and he's looking at you, and his expression is certainly bewildered and has just watched you effectively punch someone to death. Maybe you ought to wait in there for decontamination? I just need... 
Oh, you're just so gross and sticky. I think she she goes into her belt pouch and pulls out one wet wipe. <laughs> Take a Benny. Yeah, I Excellent. needed one. Excellent. And she just wipes off her hands. They're the priority. Right. And then she leaves it on the table, dropping it daintily with two fingers. And she looks at him. And she proceeds out into the main room. Oh, he's not letting you through. He's not letting me through? No. Bolt, let me out. You're covered in blood. Who knows what else? It's no. just some blood. Do you not know about disease, Sedaris? Tell me, Bolt. Tell me about disease. Well, they're these little microorganisms, I suppose you could call them. Fade to black. Uh, <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> um, no, but he if you if you try to come out, he'll he's just gonna be like, mm, uh, if if these if these people were bad in the brain, like you led me to believe, then we need to make sure that it hasn't gotten onto you now. You know what, Balt? That's fair. I don't know if it's fair, but it's what needs to happen. Well, you know, I got this nifty little circlet right here. Stops my brain from being bad. That's why I made it. You stuck a piece of metal to your head. No, I sucked it, it out of my sort blood. sort of like a conspiracy theorist type thing. <laughs> sounds even worse when you say you did it that way. Well, it's how I did it. You, you wait, you wait here. Okay. You know, yeah, he I starts... don't want to be in here, Vault. There's a dead person. I don't want to be here. Well, I don't want to be a dead person either. Can I cast empathy to look at him and see how his general feelings are? <laughs> sure. I'm just curious at this point. Go ahead. Nine. Nine. Okay, success. Um, I think right now there, there's a lot of confusion. I won't go through the arduous no, process, good. but yeah, there, there's certainly some confusion. Uh, there's some worry. There's maybe something like, I don't know if disgust is the right word, but it's close. But yeah, he starts to take a few steps away, and he looks over. You can see him, like, looking and talking in a different direction. He says, um, my, my, uh, zit, uh, zit old, yes, um. She gives him a thumbs up keep, through the window. And he gives you one of the, he gives you the okay sign again. Keep an eye on, uh, Sedaris here while I go to fetch someone to clean up the mess that you've both made. And leaves. She sits down in front of the window, like, and just, like, she's cross-legged just with her head thunked on it, just <laughs> trying to be aware when people show up, but not wanting to stand anymore. A small amount of time passes, and then you see Zadal walk around to look at you through the glass, and will say, uh, so, uh, you want me to let you out? I ain't gonna stop you if you try to walk out, I guess is what I'm saying. You know, maybe he's got a point, I don't know. He might have a point, which is surprising. Yeah, what kind of a fucking life is this? Where Bolt Bulek might be onto something. <laughs> oh, you got me. <sighs> <sighs> Do I look as bad as I feel? I think I can trust you to be honest with me. Yeah, there's a long moment where he's absorbing some of the energy from the crystal and blows out a small plume of that rainbow-colored smoke. Uh... How do you feel? That sort of depends. Tired. Tired and bloody. Confused. You do look at least some of those things. You you probably look worse than you think. Oh, oh but, good. You know, hey, I'm a realist. What do you want? That's fine by me. So, are you good? Uh, no, I don't think so. Probably not, no. 
Oh. I'll I'll be fine. I just gotta. I don't know. It it sort of. I got some sort of feedback or something. Yeah, you seem like you had a thought for a second, and then it just kind of. I I thought I got something. I don't know when I tried to touch it's the person's mind. There was uh, there was something else. It felt like there was something else there. Yeah. I don't know. It was like. That's kind of what I was getting to. What do you mean? I was in here, and I was trying to touch her hand, see if it triggered anything in her, and apparently it triggered someone else talking through her like a mouthpiece. And they told me to get out of here and go back to the surface, which is real fucking specific. That is, uh, that is weirdly specific, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, what the fuck, man? I got nothing for you. I don't know. I I can't. It's like, it's on the edge of my mind, you know? Like, I can, like, there's something there, but whenever I try to remember it or try to think more about it, it just, it slips through my mind fingers. Your mind fingers? My mind fingers. I don't know. Damn, give me a break. Sorry, I just, I like that. Yeah, Will. Got mind fingers and all sorts of mind pies. <laughs> that that doing it for you? Sure. Alright. I don't know. It's, uh... I never seen anything like this before. Seems kind of weird that... That it, such a weird and important and specific thing was assigned to possibly the two dumbest regulators on the planet. <laughs> What, this? Yeah, it just feels weird. I don't know. I mean, did this get assigned to you? Yeah, we're a task force now. We're a special task force. Like, this specific case was assigned to you? Yeah, I guess. Huh. I wasn't really told a lot, except for... Go and do this, or you're... Fired, maybe, basically. So, me uh, and Bolt. Me and Bolt forever, apparently. Yeah, that's, uh, it's always a good motivating structure is do this or you, you're fired. Yeah, it's, it's... Really gets the juices flowing, you know. It does. As you can see, and she gestures to the blood. Yeah, you stick with your juices, I'll stick with my vapors. Mm-hmm. You might be smarter for that. I know I'm smarter for that. <laughs> I'm smarter for a lot of reasons, but we don't need to get into that now. So if there's a a moment of silence while she's just bloodily sitting on the floor... How are you sitting? You know, bloodily. <laughs> bloodily. <laughs> a thought occurs to her, and she would like to ask it all. Um, do you ever do freelance work? Freelance work? Yeah. Like, like, a, like a private investigator, that sort of thing? Not specifically that, uh, with your psionics. Um, you being a little vague with this. Uh, no, I can. You, what I, do you What do you need? Let's start with that. Well, uh, you read my file. I probably um, and you know about the mind stuff. My friend Pavi is trying to look into getting a similar augment to the one that I've made, but it's just, she needs someone to help. I don't know, key it to her or something. Um, and she's—we've just have been having some struggles getting a trustworthy person. 
I mean, I, I don't know much about augments or anything like that. I mean, I probably know more than most people, but I don't make them. I don't install them myself. Right. I something about electronics. And so, I mean, I guess, sure, I can try, but not something I've done before. And, like, you know, the, the other room nonwithstanding, Silas did have very nice things to say about you and your general skill set. The, what, the other room notwithstanding? Oh, well, you know, we're, we're kind of both in the blood mess today. Yeah, he, uh, he looks down at himself and he gazes through the door at you and says, I don't know, I'm feeling pretty clean on this end. Mm. <laughs> yep. And then, uh, Maybe reaches over and latches the door. <laughs> Don't you do that! <laughs> Let me out! Oh, you're so gross, though. Yeah, well, I, uh... You could maybe give me a little bit more information at a, a less bloody time. Yeah, sure. That might be appropriate, but... I'll, I'll, I'll talk to Pavi about it. Uh, sure. You just let me know. Can do, and she makes a finger gun. But it doesn't have her usual zip to it. Uh, and uh, eventually Bolt comes back with um, basically like a small cleanup crew to handle the bodies and somebody comes in to examine you and clean you up and am I clean? I, yeah. Ish. There, there, there's nothing nasty in the blood after a, a short investigation. Cool. They don't need to run it to the lab in Fantasy Town. At least not for this. <laughs> not for this. Because that'd be boring. Well, and uh, after they clear you, I, I think uh, they take the bodies away. Unless there's something specific you guys want to do, they'll take them away for autopsy or something. Nope, autopsy sounds good. Bolt has a little electronic tablet that he's writing stuff on, and uh, you and Zadal are there with him as they leave. Well, I suppose we'll wait for the results on that one. I hope it sheds some light. On what's going on, that'd be really cool. Yes, well, I think we'll be shedding a lot of light, the two of us. <laughs> Aw, yeah. And he looks uh, back to Athena and he says, Hmm, we need to fatten up our ranks so they can be the bounty of justice the city deserves. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> what you thinking, Bolt? Oh, we need new members, new candidates. Maybe you have some ideas? Maybe. And he claps his big old hands together and it makes like a pretty big, like, foom. A sonic boom. <laughs> it, all of the glass shatters. <laughs> he looks over uh, to Zadal. Off to a bit of a rocky start for you, but uh, your file looks good. We can't simply break up this dream team now, can we? She looks Congratulations. So You're in. Zadal <laughs> looks between him and the new and says, I, I'm what now? She looks back and forth smiling like, oh, thank God, a competent adult. Yeah, and he, oh, thank God. Paul looks over to you and nods and says... She nods back like... He <laughs> <laughs> says, well, you gave me the perfect name earlier. I I did. Yes. Um, Wonder will be called... Oh, Jesus. And he rubs his hands together and Zadal looks at him and says, don't say it. And Bolt holds out his hands and says... Pickle, don't do it. The Wonderbolts! Oh, God. Oh. Yeah, it's pretty pretty catchy, isn't it? Athena, the Wonderbolts. Athena looks up at the ceiling, and at this point, her, from all the fake smiling she's been doing all day, her cheeks are in pain. And she raises a hand for a high five. 
the for, Shiver, from, from yes. Oh yeah, and his hand, which is like at least two to three sizes bigger than yours, does the high five and maybe like if you're trying to like keep your resistance up. Yeah. It's, it'll, like, push you back a little bit, probably. I'm fine being pushed back. He's got to feel like he's still in charge. Probably hurts, but I'm not going to do something stupid like roll Break damage. Break my wrist. Yeah, I'm not going to do anything like that. But yeah, this is not a pleasant high five. Ha! Go team! Go team. She looks over at Zidal. Go team! Yeah, and, and Bolt holds up a, an enormous hand to Zidal for a high five as well. I don't know. I doubt Zidal's going to do that. He does not. She says, I don't want to be a party to this... That's no, no, thank you, no, thank you, and he just starts to walk out of the room. See you around, pal. And uh, Bolt watches him go and says, "Well, he's had a long day. I'll, I'll have a word with the Oculus later. I'm sure he'll prove it." Yeah. Zadal, as he's <laughs> like almost out the door, turns back and says, "No, no, he won't. Never again. Goodbye." Oh no, Silas is pretty cool. Goodbye forever. <laughs> See you later, bud. See you tomorrow! I won't have anything to do with this. He leaves. Fantastic. And uh, I think Bolt realizes you guys are here alone again and says, Well, uh, good first day, I suppose. And uh, you you give a think about candidates. I will give we a think about candidates. We need good public image. Mm -hmm. Good in a fight. Good at regulating. I'll, I'll do some thinking. Very well. Mainly that, that all sounds fine. I need to go. Okay. I'm off duty now. Sounds like a blast. Maybe. Maybe <laughs> it will be. Well, I'll see you tomorrow. Where should I report? Pacifier viewing. Um, <laughs> hmm. I'll need to requisition us a special meeting room. She's very into this. I'll take care of that. You ask at the main desk tomorrow. We'll, we'll figure out where it is. Okay. Go team! Go team! And he leaves. Athena sits the fuck down. <laughs> Collapses into God. a chair. What year is it? What year is it? <laughs> Athena goes home. She's right. had a very trying day. I think maybe Athena oh. drops a line with Rebexy and be like, could you let Roja know I'll be home around blah, 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 blah. Sure. And, and then she is home around blah, 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 blah. All right, Athena. You head on home. And I do stop. I make one stop to get squump calzones. <laughs> Squumps, they inflate, right? They so my, my thinking is, what if they inflate and then, you know, in as you cook them, they inflate and then you just jam delicious things in them. And they're also Pavi's favorite thing. Okay. Because they're so customizable and she can get so much meat in there. That Those are all valid reasons and I'm fine with that. So Pavi, she gets one super meat squump for Pavi, so, and then like some veg and squump for her and Roja. You know, veg just, inside meat, nice, nice. Yeah, yeah, I like it. <laughs> veg and squump. All right, so you you get home and you have food, and presumably you wake up Pavi and mm -hmm. you, you just tell her that Roja's coming over. What what? I tell her telling? that Roja's coming over, and she's really mad at me, and. We're going to tell her everything because she's going to tell people what's up with me if uh, we don't. Oh, um, well, I, like I said, I think, um, I think we can trust anyone. We can probably trust Rosha. She's, this is, um, this is probably going to be a little weird for her just because I don't really think she's ever worked outside law, so to speak. Well, here's the thing. She seemed... 
I think she thinks I'm scum. I mean. And I mean, maybe I am a little bit these days, but she thinks that we're doing something like bad illegal instead of like good illegal. Like, I think she thinks I was in some kind of like drug ring or something up top or she she thinks I was off just having a super cool fun time. But we're going to let her know that that's not the case, perhaps. Yeah, I mean, I haven't, um, I haven't really seen her since we got back, because I didn't, I don't know, I didn't want to blow it, you know, I didn't want to say something stupid and... Bobby, no, you're not stupid. I I know I'm not stupid, I just, she, she's really smart, Athena. I know, she saw through me instantly, I'm a master of deception. Well, alright, that's... <laughs> don't really have... That's less to do with, like, how smart she is and... Anyway, moving on. <laughs> no, I get it. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. Um, But yeah, I just, I didn't, we're still sort of feeling all of this out, and it's all happened so fast, and I, I don't know, I got, I still haven't been able to find anyone on Pantheon to, you know, look at my head, and. I'll see what I can do with that. I'm really worried, Athena. I know, I'm pretty worried too. I had four people die on me today at work. What? Yeah. I'll, we'll get to that later. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Oh, also, I'm on a new task force. A task force? Yep. Guess who my squad leader is? It's Bolt Bulig. It's a punishment task force. Um. But Rasmus said I'm actually in charge, even though Bolt thinks he is. So that's pretty cool. That that was a very loaded paragraph. It's been a very loaded day. Ah, uh, it sounds like it. Um, Do you want some squump? Yes. I brought you some squump. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, yes, I can always eat. I think, I, I assume, <laughs> Athena's just squatted by her bedside telling her all these <laughs> things. Holding. <laughs> squump. Squump. All right. no, I think she put the, all the, the takeout on the coffee table downstairs. Alright, um, and Pavi will go down with you, and maybe do you guys just start to eat while you're waiting for Roja? Athena will wait, but she doesn't make Pavi wait. I think she's perhaps pours some... Does Roja like wine? I don't, but I thought she might. Um. I got some. She can occasionally, I guess. I'll just leave it on the table. <laughs> Alright. Before too long, there is going to be a knock on the front door. Mm-hmm. I guess Athena answers it. Shock and blast, you're dead. No! <laughs> Alright, um... Can I check through the peephole? Yeah, it's Rosia. Okay, cool. Just has a force of regulators down the stairs, <laughs> ready to take us in. So you open the door, you let her come in? Yep. Alright, and she's, um... She's not dressed in the lab coat and the athletic wear. She's in something more casual, probably jeans and, um... Dark shirt with a light jacket over it. Gotcha, gotcha. She won't say anything, but she'll walk in and uh, sees Poppy sitting on the couch, probably with a mouthful of food. Looks back to you and goes to stand in the living room and leans against a wall and says, So, you're both here. Mm-hmm. I think Athena goes and... I feel like she wants to leave the seat next to Pavi open for Roja's mind is blown. She has to sit down. She can do it next to her friend. So, I hear we are doing something illegal. Is that right? 
and uh, Pavi finishes swallowing, she sort of shakes her head. Pavi, I would have thought you knew better. This isn't like before, you don't understand. And you don't come to see me, you don't tell me anything, you're just back like nothing happened. And she rounds on you, Athena, Mm -hmm. and she says, Pavi hasn't so much as spoken to me since you returned, she... Spent so long looking for you and talking about you and wondering and worrying, so consumed with the idea that you were still alive, by pieces of paper sent by a ghost, and yet here you are, just like she said. And now she has you again, and she isn't speaking to me, and something is going on. Roger, she was nervous. She was nervous because she's keeping secrets for me. And that's why you're here, so we can just, so we can tell you what's happening. So do you want to, you want to know? I do want to know. I don't care who your grandfather is. I don't care if your grandfather is Darius Sedella. Why do you keep bringing that up? Because it is relevant. I don't know that it is currently. You say that and she shakes her head and says, I don't care if you want to step back into your old life as though nothing ever happened, but I would sooner move to the surface myself and freeze in the wastes than stand idly by while... And she, I think, cuts off there and looks between you and Pavi, and her hands are, like, out like she wants to say something and then just ball up and release, and she goes, No, say it. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Why don't you tell me? I... We get to the bottom of this once and for all. So here's the thing. I'm gonna... Gonna tell you everything. Please just be cool about shit until I'm done. She watches... And her arms are folded. She's she's in full, like, sulk mode right now, just (laughs) watching you. And sort of waves a hand at you, like, if you must, sort of... Like, yeah, yes, let's let's hear it all. I, I also, I got you food. It's on the, I, she has it on a little plate. That's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. So, I left the city seven years ago because I saw Jolshin get dropped down a hole into the center of the mountain. He's dead. And Davith was there, and Rasmus was there, and they all just let him walk down this hole. And I think it's some kind of mind control cult, but I don't know what's going on, so I just kind of had to fucking leave to get stronger. And I started a mercenary company. It's doing very well. Um, I was using it to hunt down people doing bad things on the surface and killing them. And then Pavi came and found me, and now I'm back, and that's what we're doing. She clasps her hands and smiles real big. Oh, jeez. Okay. Also, before she responds, and another thing. <laughs> and I can teach Aang firebending. <laughs> yeah. Also, I can do a brain thing now. It's pretty cool. Can see people's, uh, you know, brainscapes, I guess. I was, Silas called him something. He doesn't seem to be tampered, which is very suspicious because Rasmus is tampered and Reitz is tampered and they got something going on. Pavi's tampered too. I don't know what the fuck's going on, Roja. Got anything for me? As you've explained all of this, Roja has begun to pace. Kind of like how Pavi did when he first told Pavi. Mm-hmm. Roja's pace is less angry and more just thoughtful. Thinking. Yeah, so she walks herself and um, as she's walking, her vine legs 
hoist her into the air and start kind of walking for her. And it's like she's she's still doing the walking motion, but it's her vine legs that are moving her. So she's like air walking sort of like she's not thinking about it. It's just right. Just something she, she does. Just it's part of she her. Does, yeah. A couple of times it looks like she wants to interrupt and ask a question, but she does catch herself and stops. She sort of shakes her head and says, um, well, that was um, about as far from what I expected as could be. She gives her a tired look. Athena, I would very much prefer you be um, a spoiled ne'er-do-well. Very, <laughs> very much prefer to this theater you're spinning. Shit, me too, I guess. <laughs> Sounds like a lot more fun. But for the record, I don't think I was ever spoiled. And, you know, directly, maybe not to my knowledge. Guess we'll find out. I think she rolls her eyes at that and continues pacing. She turns to Pavi and she says, And you believe all of this? You take this at a word? Pavi shrugs a little bit and says, Yeah, I mean, why wouldn't I? I think at that point she'll sort of have the, well, like, how do you know type mm -hmm. back and forth and Pavi can fill her in on some of the stuff you went and, you know, did while you're on the surface, that sort of thing. Yeah. And then Pavi will just end by saying, Roja, I know, I know you've got your worries, but Athena's a good person and she wouldn't have ever left if there was a choice or th this is the only thing that makes sense. I mean, she wouldn't. She wouldn't have gone otherwise. Athena's just being quiet. Yeah, and I think this uh, isn't her place to talk right now. Yeah, I think um, Roja doesn't argue with Pavi, and then she turns back to Athena and says, um, "Well, uh, do you have any proof? Do you have any any proof, anything at all, aside from your word? I think you know that I can't read your mind." Well. I don't. Not really. How would there be proof, Roja? She rubs her face. There's some kind of fucking cabal in the city. Yes, so convenient that there's no proof, nothing. I don't have any proof, but they killed Joel and I saw it. So if you need something else, I don't have it. Roja looks like she might be about to say something, but purses her lips and turns away instead. Roja, that's what they're doing. They're covering everything up, and I don't know why. And I'm and just supposed- And some fucking drug-addled motherfucker told me to go back to the surface today. Brain-controlled shit. I don't know what's happening with that either, but I guess we'll find out. What do you mean? Athena like, would like to fill them on in the, right. uh, about her day. This is... <laughs> this is almost laughable. I mean, and you think... What, that this shadowy cabal is doing what exact controlling the regulators i don't know i mean why i don't know why is everybody in regulation so young have you ever thought about that are we easier to manipulate to control i don't know silas isn't he doesn't have any tampers that i saw on him so is he the one that's doing it is that what is that what jex was doing for those cloaked fuckers? I don't know who they were. I mean, I would think that many of the regulators are younger because it is a physically demanding job. It's not as though there aren't elder members. Talena Rasmus, the mm -hmm. delegate. Yeah. He's 
one of the senior members, the oldest members. Mm-hmm. She is. And she's tampered. And I can't figure out about what, because I don't... It's new. I don't know how to do this yet. I'm still trying to work through it. And... Pavi's tampered? Yeah. And I think she looks over at Pavi and puts a hand on her shoulder. And, yeah, and Roja looks over to Pavi, concerned, and then, um... And she looks back to you and says, And what about me? I did check when we first met, and you didn't have anything. Do you want oh, me to how check convenient. again? Yes, please. I do. Please check me again. I do. Seven. She's clean. Oh, thank God. No, you're, you're good. The, uh, the, in terms of, like, her aura, very irritated, very, um... I think there's there's probably a lot going on there with like a lot of confusion, definitely yeah. a lot of anger and irritation, uh, definitely some worry, a lot of worry, uh, concern, and there's a lot of background emotion with just the gears turning. I think she. But yeah, you don't see any kind of tamper. Well, you're not tampered. But why are you still so angry at me? I told you everything. You're very red. Hmm. You say that and she blinks and looks down. No, I mean, you wouldn't. I'm sorry. It's more colors for me. How I guess because I'm a simple person. Yes, no arguments there. How do you tell if someone is tampered? How do you know? So, like, it's normally smooth, right? But then there's texture and it sends out ripples and static and it doesn't belong to the person it came from. And that's all I've got so far. I was talking to Silas, and I was doing some, like, some digging, some inquisiting. You would have been quite proud, I'm sure. I was very subtle, she says, not knowing how subtle she actually was. He said it was like a, a fingerprint, and you can be more subtle with it than other people. It's brain fingerprint? I don't know. It seems like whoever did it didn't do a great job, maybe, if I can notice it. But then why don't more people know what's going on? I don't know. Well, if we are sticking to this assumption right now, then I would hazard a guess that it's because only certain individuals have the ability to do what it is you're talking about doing, to see, and even fewer have reason to look for something suspect. Mm -hmm. uh, I think she turns to Pavi and then um, folds her arms and you know cups her chin with one hand while she's looking at Pavi and just waits and just sits there in silence for probably 30 seconds to a minute and Pavi is just sort of sitting there awkwardly looking between you two uh, there's uh, a sharp intake of breath from Roja just like a oh is she gonna die too okay <laughs> Roja explodes <laughs> no Roja turns around and her expression is completely different um she's sort of chewing her lower lip and looks much more worried now i don't know what it is but something is wrong what do you mean with pavi with pavi yes with pavi what's Let's wrong just, with her i don't you just pavi yeah i don't know and pavi's sitting there like <laughs> holding his palm just like i don't know how do you do any of this she pats her head yeah. Like she likes. Yeah, and I think Rouge has gone back to pacing and just looks extremely worried now. Roja, when was the last time you looked 
at Pavi and she didn't look wrong. Or she 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 looked normal like she usually is. Roja rubs at her eyes and puts out her hands in exasperation a little bit and says, I don't know, I, a while, I don't make it a habit to, you know, keep track of that sort of thing, but uh, not since she's been back because I haven't seen her, not for some time before she left. So, like, are we working with, like, months or years or weeks? I don't know. Uh, I'm just trying to narrow down my thinking. You're, and as you press her, she rubs a little bit harder and says, I, I don't know, uh, definitely weeks, probably months. <sighs> I don't know. How, how can you tell? What's it like for you? <laughs> I don't, I don't know that I can put it into words that you will understand. And I don't mean that pejoratively. Okay, I won't take it that way. It's, um, it's not a sense you have. And I'm not talking about tact. <laughs> low-hanging fruit. Mm-hmm. Um, no, there is, um, and she stops and she turns and she is looking at you now and takes a few steps closer and is just looking at you. And then she says, it's on you too. Excuse me? There's something wrong with you as well. What are you talking about? She just sort of holds Use her hands Use your out. words. You're so smart. It, it's whatever's wrong with Pavi is wrong with you. I need something more. Is it... What could it, What more could I possibly give you? Did I... You told me all of this five minutes ago. Oh, God. You said there's something wrong with Pavi. There is something wrong with Pavi, and it's wrong with you, too. Oh. Are, are you sure it's not from this? And she taps her circlet. I looked at you. I did your examination. Uh-huh. Yes, I know what it's supposed to look like, and it doesn't look like that. Anymore? Yes. Is it since then? Yes. Oh, fuck. She puts hands on her face and is rubbing at her eyes as her legs just move her around. I think she puts a, a clawed hand up to her circle. This was supposed to stop that! Duh. Athena hasn't tried this before but she's gonna give it a shot um I think she gets on over to the mirror by the front door you know for checking usually make sure your hair is in a stray you don't have any food in your teeth or seeing if your brain's fucked up right now so I'd like to cast empathy to see if I can see my own shit sure yeah I mean we as we all have these food hair and brain mirrors at the front of our <laughs> yeah, residences yeah you know it's standard standard um Okay, go ahead. Go ahead and cast it. Seven. Seven is a success. So you, you stare into the mirror and you feel yourself accessing your link and the essence flowing through you and you're looking at your reflection and nothing happens. Would you like to make me a smarts roll? Yes. Five. Probably reasonable to assume that you're looking at an inanimate object that is not actually you. So you can't really read an aura off of... Like, you, you would be reading the mirror's aura, effectively. So you can't do that. I think we'll probably take the further intuitive leap and say that because it is your mind... you Like, your mind cannot interpret your own emotional state in that way. I think that's just a baseline conflict yeah, of interest that you fair. can't do. Yeah, that's fair. But you'd never tried it before, so can probably connect those dots. 
Athena's. You have a plus one to intimidate yourself. <laughs> ah! <laughs> she punches the wall. Now, Not I the think, mirror? Well, no, because she still needs it for I mean, checking hair and certainly food. use all that bad luck, huh? I mean, she's already got enough, I think. How many mirrors did you break in a previous life? I, th- um, I think Athena, she's so fucking frustrated that that didn't work. She was so hoping it would, and she just... I think she feels very sick all of a sudden, and sits down and just kind of doubles over on herself, like, holding the back of her neck, just trying to keep her shit together. Yeah, and I think... Because she's, like, number one phobia, tight spaces, and brain fucking. Yeah, and I think there's uh, a nice, maybe, bird's eye view shot from the top of the room with uh, Pavi sitting on the couch with the food in front of her, and you doubled over, and Roja standing away from you two with her arms like crossed very tightly almost like she's hugging herself and it's just silent between the three of you and um in the silence there is a small um like a small beep it just goes beep Athena goes to the cabinet and untapes it okay you go to the cabinet is and, the blender there uh the blender is still there is it on it is not on I take it out and I look at it. You're looking at the blender and uh, there's another noise behind you. There is a a lamp in the corner of the room. God damn it, looks, she fucked up everything! kind of like that. God damn it! That swivels and the lights turn on and uh, spider legs kind of shoot out from the sides and it spider walks its way into the Roja, be cool. This is fine. This has happened before. What it's all good. It's all good. Don't worry about it. going on? I put the blender down. All right, yeah, and you go back and the, the lamp walks into the middle of the room where there's space and the lights, you know, swivel and are mm-hmm. aimed down. Same multicolored light and they, like, three different spotlights aim down into the same area and it creates a hologram. Holographic form. Just like it did previously with the blender. And there is a cloaked and hooded form. In How the many same... of our appliances did you fuck with? <laughs> what the hell? Are you in everything? She turns between you and says, You have no idea. Maybe I can walk through walls. Maybe I can teleport. Maybe I'm invisible in this room right now, and you just don't know it. I mean, at this point, I wouldn't really be surprised. I did find out about Harlan Troya a little bit. And she, uh... turns around and sees... Roja, mm-hmm. welcome to the party, sister. And Roja looks over between you and Pavi. Athena shrugs. Like, this is what we're doing. What the hell is this? What have you gotten me involved in? Um. As she says that, um, the lamplights twitch just a little bit and broaden into something, like, wider. Uh-huh. And it is a, uh, it's actually a short video clip of this room from the lamp's point of view with the three of you and the conversation you had like five minutes ago, just with you like telling her everything, just everything, all the nuggets, all the conspiracy, all the the named people. It's just like a very, like it cuts between a couple of segments and then it cuts back to Thalassica. And she's still looking at Roja and she says, well, if you find yourself in a hole, you keep on digging. Eventually you come out the other side. Roja, to be fair, I thought she was only in the blender. I put that in the cabinet. <laughs> Take another penny. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, and I think I think Rosa is just sitting there like slack jawed with just no real idea of what's happening here, or all she knows is she is being effectively blackmailed and wrapped in. Like she she understands the gravity of what has just happened, and Rosa's voice sort of stammer, stammers out, and she says, "And who is Troya?" And she turns over to you. <laughs> she backs up against the wall a little bit. And she points... She didn't walk closer, but oh, she points right. a finger and she says, You were wrapping me up in this before you even told me! And... And who is this? This is Thalassica. I just kind of wanted to, like, give you a little insight into what was going on before tonight, see if you were still interested in learning about stuff once you realized I, I was being a little shadier than I had right to be. But here's the thing. Uh, we have to do some learning for Thalassica or just gonna tell everybody about everything forever. Um, and, and how did this all happen? I think Thalassica cuts in. Oh, well, I helped that one. And she points at Pavi. Find that one. And she jerks a thumb back at you. That is accurate. And now, this is recompense. Services rendered, all that good stuff. You know how that goes. So we're finding out about Harlan Troya... To destabilize Olera Corp and Sato Novi eventually, apparently. And Rosha blinks at that and looks between you and Pavi and then back to this hologram and sort of resigns herself to the fact that she has to deal with this situation. And why we. Why? Why? I. I have not been told yet. And she waves at Thalassica. We're just taking out the little bricks to get the big bricks to fall. Or... Taking them out? Well, I don't know. I don't know. You just you just told me you started a mercenary band to kill people. No, well... So Strickland was a really bad guy, and the world's better without him, I think, is fair to say. Originally, it was just to kind of take jobs and hang out with my friend, and that isn't something I'm going to be doing ever again. And she hasn't said that out loud yet, so she made herself a little sad. <laughs> you know how... <laughs> you wouldn't know this because you've never been to the surface, but when you're making a snowman, you kind of roll, like, a tiny ball at first, and then it gets really big, and then you're like, wow, how did I get so much snow? This is the snowball. This is the snowball. <laughs> it's big. It's so big. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Thalassica turns back to you and says, Well, when the ball gets rolling, just gotta get out of the way, right? But you are the ball, Thalassica. <laughs> you can always try pushing instead of running. Mm-hmm. So, Troya, um, all I found out is that he's a pit boss or something at the casino, and he's suspected to be a smuggler and bad things, but they didn't have anything on him, really. But that's what I found out through... My regulator resources, so maybe if you need to know more, I'm just gonna have to go pay my aunt a visit. <sighs> I think you say that, and Pavi stiffens a little bit and immediately looks away. I don't know if Ruja says anything, I think she just rubs at her temples and just says, oh, What a mess. 
and uh, Thalassica, <laughs> Thalassica points at you and says, and that's all they had. That's all that was in his file. Good. You're going to kill him for me. <laughs> oh, cool. She says that, and Roja goes, hmm. And Pavi, uh, I think, eyes flick between you two, and then she just takes a bite of her squump calzone. Then Thalassica says, um, Oh, and I thought you might want to know. There's no record of Jack Stavith leaving the city. Ever. Thank you for listening to this episode of Neon Heat. Savage Worlds is owned by the Pinnacle Entertainment Group. You can find them and their products online at peginc.com. You can find our website at rpgforyouandme.com, which we update weekly with new episodes, character art, and bios. All music used is created and performed by Crockett. We are so grateful to them for letting us feature their work with permission. You can find them online at crockett.bandcamp.com and on Twitter at Crockett80s. This episode has a special composition by Busted Boot Music, who can be found at bustedboot.bandcamp.com. You can find our show on Twitter, at RPG4UNMe, and you can find Allie on Twitter, at UCTheHat, where she posts art from the show. And as I am absent from all social media, you can find me exclusively on our Patreon Discord server, which you can find at patreon.com slash RPG4UNMe. Any support means the world to us, and it makes it easier for us to make more quality content for you. If you enjoy our show, the best way you can let us know is with a five-star review on the podcast listening platform of your choice. If you like what you heard here, you should check out Sounds Like Crows, which is an actual play podcast set in the Savage World's Deadlands Reloaded setting. It's a story about five brothers on a quest for revenge in the supernatural Wild West, and it encouraged us to get moving on our own production. The cast is outstanding, and the audio and editing quality is cinematic and top-notch. Caleb Sunstead, the marshal and showrunner, is extremely talented and dedicated. Thank you so much for listening. It means the world to us. And we'll see you next week.